Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And welcome to Monday. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I'm back. My wife and I, uh, we were uh, in San Diego as parents weekend for my youngest son. As It was also homecoming. Uh, watched the football game, all that stuff. Uh, but we're back now. Uh, I know Jason did a... Uh, did a great job while I was gone, and and like Jason likes to do, I think the our Phoenix listeners uh, enjoy some of the different things that Jason covers. the The Rothschilds was the uh, topic of discussion uh, while I was out, and I know that uh, I, I could just tell the amount of emails that came in uh, definitely piqued people's interest. Uh, so we. Uh, Always, always great to have more information. Uh, Jason uh, does a great job of, of giving you uh, something a little different out there. Jason, good morning. Good morning, Joe. <laughs> it's, it's a, how's, how's Monday working out so far? This has been I'm a, afraid to ask. It's been good. This is, uh, you know, there's, there's more positives than negatives starting this week, so that's good. Hey, that's always a, a plus out there. Uh, uh, I know that. It was absolutely crazy. California's crazy. It is, I will tell you, homeless people, and we're in San Diego, so that's a better part, believe it or not. Homeless people are everywhere. Uh, Gas, $4.70 a gallon. That was for the cheap stuff. So if you were one of those unfortunate people that put the, uh, the premium in there, uh, yeah, you were talking about $5 gasoline. And just, I, I, again, uh, so many people w- that we met at the tailgate. Because there was a tailgate before the football game. Uh, so many Californians talking about wanting to get out, Jason. Yeah, there's quite the exodus from California. And uh, I don't know, what do you say, Joe? Because there's a lot of people that are staying. It seems like there are there are a, a select group of people that seem to be enjoying uh, their neighbors leaving, and I think those people are a little little better off. I think it's the people on the lower end that they can't afford it. Well, you know what? That's the thing. You know the the, uh, the the ones that actually can afford to to go uh, versus the ones that really want to go. It's, it's the the haves and the have-nots. Uh, but we're seeing that everywhere. Uh, before I forget, I, I do want to mention this. Uh, keep Ramon in your prayers. Uh, he is uh, in the hospital right now uh, with uh, some COVID-like uh, symptoms. Uh, I, I did speak to him the other day. Uh, it appears that things are improving, but uh, let's keep him in our prayers. Uh, you know, Ramon is the guy that usually updates uh, the website. I believe Ryan's actually working on it right now. We're going to get some new articles uh, up on the site for you today. But uh, keep Ramon in your thoughts. He does a great job. He's our producer uh, here in Phoenix. And uh, hopefully he'll be back really soon, Jason. Yeah, I've, uh, I've worked with him uh, the entire time I've been here. So he's uh, a key component of making sure things are, are smooth. So it's uh, just one of our team members. Yeah, well, and, you know, and early on, you know, when we were first taking over uh, the radio station in Colorado, Ramon helped us quite a bit with uh, you know, rules and stuff. Like, we're doing things, and he's like, hey, you can't do that. 
yeah, you know, and, and things of that nature and, and making us, uh, uh, helping us out there. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are going out to him today, and uh, I'm sure he's going to make a, a quick recovery. Like I said, I talked to him the other day, and it seems like uh, things have improved quite a bit for him. Uh, but having said all that, listen, we got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, we've got some economic data out that we're, we're going to talk about, uh, plus a whole slew of other things when we talk about, you know, wh- what's next. You know, Friday uh, we had a pullback in gold. Today uh, gold's up a little bit, uh, it, and, and it, it is really one of these things where Wall Street is almost desperate for any news that could be conceived to be positive, uh, and we get these these rallies, if you will, for lack of a better term, on, on data that, well, let's face it, 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 it's inaccurate, hard to believe, probably going to be uh, significantly readjusted, but we had uh, retail sales data out on Friday, which uh, they said, oh, oh, it was positive, and we were expecting negative, and of course, we know that we saw a downshift in September, at the end of September. Uh, the retail sales data, though, was gathered in that first week and a half. Uh, I, I got a funny feeling, Jason, that come uh, come this time next month, we're going to have a big revision to the downside on retail sales. But, but neither here or there, uh, industrial production and producers and the things that really drive growth were all really bad, matter of fact, uh, in negative territory. So it's just one of those things, I guess it just depends on, on uh, do you want to believe in the, in the data that isn't supported or do you want to believe in the data uh, that, that seems that fits a lot more of what we're seeing out there? And at least as far as Wall Street goes, it always seems to be the fake data they like the best, Jason. It's got to be fake if it's good. <laughs> There's really not a, a lot of good places to go with this stuff, you know. I mean, uh, well, here's here's something that's good, uh, and we're gonna hit the break. Hey, uh, it's funny that there's ports in red states too. You know, the ports in the blue state in California are all clogged up and ships out in the ocean, but the, the ports in the red states don't seem to be having the problems as uh, California, Joe. Well, you know, it is California. They like to, to write laws that make absolutely no sense. Probably why, I'm, uh, unfortunately, my wife and I had to pay $4.70 a gallon. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. And, and it's kind of funny, you know, because... Uh, Jason did uh, the show on Friday uh, with the Rothschilds. And by the way, Jason uh, let me know that on the half-empty cup of Joe on Friday, you went into even more detail. Yeah, I, I, went, a little, yeah, I went a little more controversial. Yeah, well, it, it continued on with the Rothschilds and then went more into uh, the, the end goals and what, what they really want. I mean... Uh, Vladimir Lenin, for example, it's not in the video, but Vladimir Lenin is quoted saying that centralized banking is 90% of communism. <laughs> there, there's, there's the other thing, like education and military stuff, but, but centralized banking is 90% of, uh, 
of communism, of Vladimir Lenin. It's the most important part, isn't it? It's, it's, it's how you do it. Without it, you don't have it. You can't have communism So if you want to go, to go to 1360KHNC.com, hit the podcast section. For those of you that uh, don't follow the Colorado station, uh, and go to Friday's uh, Half Empty Cup of Joe show, and you can get the rest of that uh, information yes. if you so desire. And, and, I, and I find it very interesting. Because there was a big article today out on CNBC. Of course, CNBC, uh, one of the stock channels that was created, really, by the central bankers to, to try to convince you to feel better about what they've done to us. Uh, I, and uh, I, I will say this. Uh, the creation of the 401k, the maybe one of the more uh, decisive blows to equality uh, that the U.S. has seen in modern history. Now, I know that's, wait a minute, if you talk to CNBC or Fox or or anything, they're like, oh my God, the 401k, the greatest thing ever. Which, again, doesn't give you the truth. They want to, you know, they want to give your, their spin on things, but they leave out all the things we lost. So the people that created the 401k, do you know what it was all about? What it was was even in the 80s, they were looking forward. They were looking forward, and they were saying, man, mm, I don't know that I necessarily agree in uh, Alan Greenspan, uh, Paul Volcker was finishing up. Alan Greenspan was coming in uh, with the assessment uh, of the central bank. And we think that with pensions and Social Security that we need another, another arm to help Americans to be able to retire and, and live a you know, a middle-class lifestyle. So it was created to be a supplement to the pension. Instead, what did the bankers and, and Wall Street do? This was all planned. This was it, it very much like uh, NAFTA and GATT. Right? NAFTA and GATT, when they first came out, I mean, we are going to put millions of Americans to work. I mean, even the labor unions would come out on the TV. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to build all of this stuff and sell it to the Chinese. Of course, here we were telling you, hey, that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is everything's going to go over there, and then they're going to sell it back to us, which is exactly what happened. Right, we've lost. We lost our manufacturing base. It's never recovered. It's not going to recover uh, until uh, America, America becomes one of the cheapest places for labor. That's the only way it'll happen. Of course, uh, if that happens, you'll know about the devastation. Same thing happened with the four hundred one k's. What they did is they just took away the pensions to everything. Matter of fact. Uh, you've got to be an uh, an older employee at a handful of companies that still offer pensions. Everybody's gone 
to the 401k. And of course, remember they used to match. They 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 started out matching dollar for dollar and all this stuff. And then the second anything goes bad, they take away the matches. And then you know now you're lucky to get twenty five cents for every dollar. It was such an economic boom for the companies, and of course, what for the very small few that held the majority of shares. And you fast forward to today, Jason, and you would think, okay, 401Ks, roughly half or so of working Americans have a 401K. Not a lot of money in it, but they have one. Or they have access to it. According to CNBC this morning, the wealthiest 10% of Americans own 89% of all U.S. stocks. 89% of all U.S. stocks are owned by the top 10%. Matter of fact, the bottom 90% just since uh, the pandemic has started, they're their percentage of stocks held has actually fallen, Jason, uh, from a 12% to 11%. It doesn't seem like those uh, 401ks from the 80s, they weren't putting their money in the right stocks either, does it? I mean, shouldn't there have been a bunch of millionaires walking around after they, uh, they got into Apple in their 401ks? Why, why does it seem well, like you they, know what's they were so the funny? bad stocks? Is there, they're spinning this as, you know, you know, they're doing the best they can to you know spin this as good news. Let me point something out to you. According now again, now this is CNBC. This is not me, but this is what they are saying about the the stocks. They're saying that the value of their stocks between January 2020 and June of 2021 rose 43 percent, 43 percent, and and when we're sitting here and we're looking at Uh, how this really all plays out, like Jason said, we should have millionaires, 401k millionaires, walking around everywhere. Yeah. Seems like their their 401ks must have been in the wrong stocks, Joe, on top of everything. (laughs) And again, right? On top of, and of course, let's face it, you really don't have the ability to do, you know, you can generalize, oh, you get, you know, oh, take uh, this bucket, the aggressive or the uh, somewhat aggressive, or the very aggressive, you don't get to pick. Yep. Right? Let's face it. Uh, the, there's only really five or six stocks you need to own. Yeah, the S&P Apple, seven, the, the S&P 7, not the S&P 500. Your, your 401k should be in the S&P 7. <laughs> but that, unfortunately, guess what? In your, in your little 401ks, there's not a box to check that says S&P 7. That yep. box doesn't exist. And the funny part is they're talking about wealth. The top 1% gained $6.5 trillion in stock market wealth since the pandemic. The bottom 90-plus percent added only a trillion, well, $1.2 trillion. 
So that kind of equates to, hey, $6 for me. Ah, here's $1 for you. And by the way, you need to spread that dollar around to everybody. Right? Here's, here's, you get a penny, and you get a penny, and you get, right? And I'll get six bucks. And, and, and again, this is just part of how easy it is to control. And when you sit there, and, and again, Am I saying don't have a 401k? Absolutely not. Right? Especially if your company's going to match it. But the the gains are not for us. Right? We'll, we, 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 you know, if, the, if Wall Street doubles the value of your 401k, you'll be lucky if it goes up 30%. And, of course, that'll include the fact that you paid... Hey, I, I was paying in, too, the whole time. You know, that, that's how this thing really works. You know, and I, I think this is probably a, a good uh, analogy here. For every $6 of wealth the top 1% gets, the rest of you get about $0.01 cent in your 401k, Jason. Correct. And, and then, Joe, what, what happens with the companies that are taking in your 401k money? Uh, they get to invest that, right? Well, that's how it works. I mean, let's face it. This is what debt markets are. You, you know, they're going to take that money. They're going to invest it. Now, the problem is, what we find out is most of these companies are investing this money in other places, in other countries, right? It's yep. China. Yep. Uh, it's Mexico. It's Canada. I mean, I don't want to say they're not investing in America at all because that would be – that's not true. They are. Uh, but but the realities of it are the, the lion's share of it leaves the United States. Uh, very few of the companies are spending more than 50% of the money given to them here at home. And if they get more... They, they may spend 30% or 40%, but that still leaves, you know, 60 and 70% to be invested abroad. And if these companies get more desperate to make returns, they may make riskier bets, and there goes your 401k's value. You know, that's the way it works. They gamble with your money. Yeah. <laughs> People don't see it that way. They, oh, it's such a safe thing, Joe. The four hundred one k is such a safe thing. It's money in somebody yeah, else's it, hands. It, it, and again, it, it, it's funny how little access they really want you to have. Think about all the restrictions. You know, this is your money. But oh, wait a minute, you want to take this money? Oh, there's a penalty for that. Yep. Well, how old are you? If you're not old, oh no, you can't do that. And 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 of course, for decades. They were killing. Now, the fees have gotten better. But for decades, they were decimating you with all of these fees. And, and, and again, they're better, but they're still, you know, a lot of these places, you have no control. Hey, this is the plan my company offers. That's it. You, there, there's, no, there's no options there, Jason. Yeah, they treat you pretty like you're a really dumb person if you try to pull your money out, too, man. Man, it's like it's like... Having to go through the, the you know the gambit there you know you know you want to pull your money out of this thing well, wait a minute you know and you like you said penalties fees of course and then they hit you with the wild and the taxes look we're going to chop all this money out well they're going to chop all that money out anyways that's the whole point right no matter when you pull it out the taxes and fees and penalties that could all be pulled at any time yeah it is quite amazing I just thought it was interesting I'm not surprised uh, to find out now that the top ten percent own 89% of the stock market. The top 10% uh, 
uh, have 90% of all the deposits. Uh, and this is the inequality of, of it all. Uh, has it, It's getting much worse uh, versus better. It's just like home ownership rates falling out of the sky. I saw while I was in San Diego, they're now saying that one out of every four houses sold is to an investment company. Yep, absolutely. One out of four. Let me give an example of the 401k as we go to the break, Joe. Uh, I, I, once in a while, a guy will come up to me. He's like, well, i I'm gonna, I got to wait eight more years, and I'll collect my 401k. And he's talking about if I pull it, there'll be this penalty, and he starts giving me numbers. I'm like, well, what do you think the taxes on that 401k is going to be eight years from now? Do you think it's going to be better than the taxes you're going to pull it now? You know, these penalties, they, 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 they uh, put people in fear of, Joe. What's the taxes going to be eight years from now with the way things are going? You know, the Biden, the Biden administration, right? You can't- it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know how any of this is all going to shake out. But uh, the one thing I'm positive of, higher taxes are coming to the citizenry of the United States. That's for sure. A, a lot of taxes. A lot of taxes. This uh, That stimulus that they're getting ready to push, Joe. Can you imagine how much uh, less money we're going to have and then the inflation stealing it on the other side? We'll be right back after the break. I've got an update on that stimulus number when we return. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, very quickly, I'll just tell you, here's the updated number that I'm hearing on the human stimulus. $3.5 trillion gone but now the, there's talk that it's going to be 2.5 trillion uh joe manchin from west virginia uh pounding that number down we'll see where it shakes out uh but again another 2.5 trillion we don't have that is again once again acting like they're doing something for us when they're actually taking things away you know we we, we talked about uh, you know, the 401k. We talked about NAFTA and GATT, right? Acting like they're doing things for us when they're actually taking away. Uh, and that's what this plan is. This whole plan. It's not about infrastructure. It's about giveaways. And taxes. It's about, yeah, it, it's about handing out checks to people, right, instead of providing opportunity. And we're seeing this everywhere. And I was going to spend more time on that, but we've got breaking news here. Uh, the Federal Reserve scandal starting to get deeper now. So we know uh, the two Fed presidents, uh, the Boston Fed, Rosengren, uh, the Dallas Fed, Kaplan, they've been caught conducting what can only be called insider trade. The best it could be called is insider trading. Apparently, it's getting bigger. We heard about uh, Clarida uh, and now Charles Quarles, uh, the Fed supervisor, uh, that he has run into uh, the same issues as, and is now going to step down. Uh, Raphael Bostic, who is the Atlanta Federal Reserve president. People have looked into him. Here's a guy, and, and this is how crooked things are. He was a, a professor at the University of USC, so Southern California, before he joined the Fed in June of 2017. But somehow, 
he is part of the Morgan Stanley private bank. I didn't know Morgan Stanley had a private bank, but they do. Uh, it's only for uh, super wealthy clients. Matter of fact, just to, to gain access to this, you need to have $5 million in assets under management at Morgan Stanley. So you can't have a house that's, you know, my house is worth $5 million. Oh, that's great. We don't care. No, no. You have to have a minimum of $5 million of your money being managed by Morgan Stanley. And people want to know how Raphael Bostic got to $5 million in assets with a, as a professor at USC. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm not even going to get into that, Jason. It looks like in his financial disclosures for 2020, his two accounts at Morgan Stanley Private Banks, wow, he's got two accounts there, uh, had grown to four accounts. So each account's got to have $5 million in it. So somehow he went from $10 million at least to $20 million in, in each. Uh, but, oh, no. but, but again, uh, very interesting. And they're saying that the accounts were showing uh, – Numbers that didn't meet the bank specifications, uh, but now they're saying they're digging into this and they're starting to. There's there's questions that are starting to arise, uh, and, and of course, again, allowing somebody potentially either either he's illegally gotten millions of dollars and Morgan Stanley's helping him hide it, or. The other side, Morgan Stanley's like, hey, we're going to let you invest with the rich and famous, but you're going to do favors for us for that right. Right? Because here's a guy, listen, he's one of the head bankers in the country. He's head of the Atlanta Fed. He knows the rules. To be a customer of the private bank, I need $5 million under management to open one account. Either he has it, Jason, or he doesn't. I'm sure he has it. (laughs) Right? I'm sure he has. We don't know which. It's two or listen. I don't want to say that that Morgan Stanley's helping him hide assets. I don't know yet. But it gets worse. This is uh, Zero Hedge is breaking this right now. They're saying that in addition to the two Fed chairs, the two Fed presidents, in addition to, to Vice Chair Richard Clarida, they're now saying that Jay Powell himself may be involved in this as well, Jason. And I don't think we, we're going to be surprised. But they're saying that uh, they found that 26 publicly disclosed transactions in 2020. Yeah, John. Jay Powell sold between $1 and $5 million of stock from his personal accounts right before market crashes, Jason. 
Yeah, the only thing I asked Joe is, is why is it these guys that they're investigating? Because I'm sure the the whole Washington D.C. complex, these guys are all doing it. Why is it, it's not a surprise that these guys are getting caught doing it? My question is why these guys, Joe? Why at this time? That's why. That's what I ask. They're all doing it. You can't even get into Washington D.C. without having enough money flung left or right and 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 being questionable if somebody actually looked at it, Joe. All these guys. I'm sure Nancy Pelosi is dirty with this kind of money. Everybody. Biden, Trump, all these guys. All all these guys in Washington, D.C. That's just the way it works once you get into that sort of level of money, Joe. You know, and it is really, truly amazing. Uh, they're, and they're, they're looking at some of his trades, and they're, you know, and I'm not surprised. They're like, hey, Jay Powell's not a great trader. <laughs> no. the, the Fed president did a better job. Of, of picking the the right stocks, if you will, uh, but but the fact of the matter is, with all the insider information, why would these people be allowed to make any trades? Right, right. Th- these are trades they were personally doing. This wasn't. Hey, I had no knowledge. Like when Donald Trump became president, he had no knowledge of any trades being made on his behalf. It was in a blind trust. He couldn't call them up and say, buy this, buy No, none of that happens. And yet we're finding out now, and again, should we be surprised? Is it any surprise that the banks have so much criminal action and then the guys that are supposedly in charge of protecting us from the banks are doing the same criminal action? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Finding it hard to buy high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank? Look no further, because High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner. From the Ely Ranch northwest of Steamboat Springs, backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef direct from us, the ranchers. Lock in today's lower prices before October 15th in bulk packages or box sets at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. At the same time, it became the largest vulnerable device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies or hackers can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts. Because of this invasion of privacy, the defense-enabling and assisting framework known as DEF, was developed to keep your personal and digital cell phone transmissions protected. To learn more, visit us at DEFProtection.com. That's DEFProtection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and all digital transmissions are cloaked at all times. That's DEFProtection.com. Remember, privacy is freedom. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. 
9510592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Of course, Jay Powell, a multi multi millionaire, estimated wealth uh, somewhere around the $55 million level. He was a Wall Streeter, uh, Carlisle Group. Uh, he was a partner there. And, and now, uh, just like everybody else, trading in and out of stocks for. Uh, one of the biggest trades uh, was something where the Fed had uh, total oversight on it. Just not a good look. Uh, now they're saying Jay Powell's renomination. Remember, Jay Powell's up for renomination in February. This is not good. And, and here I am. I'm calling the guy out. I'm calling out the entire banking industry. And yet I'm saying... Uh, be careful what we wish for here. The odds for Jay Powell's nomin- renomination have now fallen to sixty percent. So uh, uh, six weeks ago he was at ninety-five percent because Janet Yellen kind of endorsed it. That she walked it back a few weeks ago when the when the scandal first broke with the Boston and Dallas Federal Reserve president. Then it fell to 80%. Now it's down to 60%. The problem with this, Jason, they want Lael Bernard to be the replacement. And this, you combine Lael Bernard with Janet Yellen, and we have a recipe for First of all, I think gold is going to go through the roof if that happens. Uh, but this is going to be uh, a liberalist, socialistic, Federal Reserve where they're going to try to expand their powers even more and dive into things like climate change and pay equality and all of these other things that bankers really have no business being involved in. No, I agree, Joe. All, all, all points. You know, it's, it's, it'd be a disaster if, uh, if they continue putting their guys in those positions to make those decisions. I mean, uh, how, how could it get any better? It, it's, it's just getting worse and worse. It definitely feels like the Fed is, uh, is sort of tightening their grip around this country. Well, and, and is it interesting that the targets here are some of the more conservative members? Now, Bostic would, would not be considered a, a true conservative member, uh, his, his crime may be more of, hey, I was just the poor guy that got let in here, and yeah, and I allowed Morgan Stanley to pretend that I was wealthier than I was. That may just that may be his crime. 
uh, hopefully, and I say hopefully, hopefully that's all it was, and it really wasn't that he got illicit wealth out of all of this, but I wouldn't put it past anything. But this reshaping of the central bank, Jason, could be something where, again, it kind of fits with where our government policy is headed. You know, we talk about, oh, <clears throat> hey, maybe it's only going to be another $2.5 trillion now, and we're, we're supposed to, to, to act like that's good. Right? We have a national debt right now. Right now. Right. And again, we don't know the exact number, but right now is $29 trillion. We know that the Treasury is out of money. We know that they've extended it to December. This week, I'm imagining the Fed is going to add a couple of hundred billion dollars to the national debt and then probably a couple hundred billion more the following week to get their their checking account back up. And then they're going to spend it down into December again. But... We're going to be looking at a national debt in, in January of $30 trillion with no end in sight, Jason. You know, it's kind of funny, Joe. I was watching a thing uh, over the weekend. It was a Bitcoin guy, you know, a cryptocurrency fan. And they had this big conference, wherever they were having this big conference for all the technologies. And uh, it, it's so funny with the cryptocurrency guys how they, they have a good beat on what's going on about the central bank being evil and how naive they are as to how it works, Joe. Uh, this guy was like, well, what's going to happen is, is we're going to have a massive market crash, and then gold will go to 5000 but Bitcoin will go to 500000 He's like, the people are just going to not want the central bank, and they're going to make it go away. And I'm thinking, where is this guy coming from? These people do whatever they want, Joe. They are in a, a position to make all the choices. We can't unelect them. They weren't elected to begin with. Right, Joe. What what can you yeah, do? Yeah, you can't vote them out. Yeah, they have their they they have their grip so deep in American politics and, and, and all the decisions made in this country that this you know, here's this you know, hey we're the we're the Bitcoin guys and, I, and we're going to get rid my of them. Point being, wouldn't it be nice if you could do the same with your four hundred one k as these guys were doing? And their own personal account. Yeah, exactly. But here's the problem, right? We're not invited to the meetings, right? We don't know what they're talking about. We have no idea who they're bailing out, not bailing out, right? Who's going to get what, right? What are they going to do uh, with interest rates? Hey, we're going to say this, but really we're not. We're only. We're really going to do that. We're going to go out on TV and act like we're going to raise interest rates, and and then of course we know privately, yeah, we're not doing that. Right? We don't know. And these guys are gorging themselves. And, and again, it's the same thing. This isn't, and, and I say it all the time, this isn't for us. This is a way to control us, not a way for us to have freedom. And, and again, uh, you don't hear, where is CNBC howling from the rooftops about this horrible behavior? No, you're not going to hear that. Oh, no, no, no. Well, you know, the rules, that was it. That was the rules. So, you know, rules are rules. And, oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Patriot, Patriot, it's Monday. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. 
Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment here on this Monday. Pretty flat day. Uh, gold's pretty flat. Silver's pretty flat. The Dow's pretty flat. Uh, oil at one point was at eighty three and change. Right now it's at eighty two and a half. Uh, we'll keep our eyes out, but uh, a pretty calm day today. Not a lot of earnings or economic data out. Uh, the U.S. industrial production. Uh, that, that number went negative, not surprising for September, as, again, we noticed that shift there. Uh, unfortunately, not just not a lot of product out there. Uh, right now, uh, yet, you know, Friday, Jason ran a great special on $20 gold. Those sold out. We are sold out uh, there. Right now, U.S. 20s today at $2,100. Uh, I do have, like, 10, uh, $10 Indians. I know 10. That's so funny. Uh, but I really don't get them very often. Uh, at $1,230, at 800-951-0592. Tomorrow, we'll have an update on silver tomorrow. Uh, as far as what the Mint is telling the distributors out there, uh, th- that'll happen later this afternoon, and then I'll relay that to everybody. As of, But as of right now, Jason, still no Silver Eagles available. Yeah, that'll uh, hopefully change. But uh, yeah, uh, well, we're running out of time. Yeah, they're changing over to 2022 is pretty soon, Joe. So I think I'm hoping we'll get one more shot, one more shot uh, before the turnover, because uh, we know in December the mint will shut down and get ready for 2022s. Uh, but again, it just depends because Jason had it right. There's been massive orders placed. Uh, that the the mint's still running. Right? It's not like they're not pro- they're producing them. Uh, they've just been pre-bought and, and aren't even getting uh, down into the retail hands. And I I just don't know how big that number is, right? And none of us do. Not even not even the distributors know. They they wait. You know they get a a call from the mint every Monday to update them. And lately the answer's been there is no update, which means you're not getting it. I mean, pretty simple, right, Jason? This could be permanent, Joe, if you think about it. You know, somebody wants all of it, and they are putting the biggest orders in at the highest premiums. We may not see Silver Eagles for a while, Joe. I mean, you know, it's, everything else costs more, but why, gold and silver is kind of hanging out there, but everything keeps costing more, costing more, costing more, and gold and silver is just sitting there, and uh, quite a buying opportunity, Joe, for those Well, are, when you think about it, really, when, and, it, and it's hard to imagine this, but you know, this is this is a world that's in trades in billions and tens of billions and hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars. Just the the U.S. Silver Eagle supply, roughly a hundred million dollars a month, buys every Silver Eagle they make. Yep. I mean, you know, they make on average about three three million Silver Eagles a month. Uh, you know, they shut down in September, have a big spike there. Maybe they can get to four million, but but still, okay, a hundred and twenty million. I mean, that's about what Jay Powell traded out of his personal account. So, I mean, you know, come on. That's right, Joe. Yeah, the silver market and the gold market is 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 not that big, the physical market. Uh, the physical market. The physical. paper markets are humongous. Correct. Uh, it's the physical markets that aren't that big. Uh, we got the half-empty cup of Joe show uh, coming up. Jason, who's our guest today? We have Ron, uh, Ron Weinberg. He was our... Uh, 
guest speaker on Friday night, and uh, because of lack of promotion and, and turnout, we just went on the radio Friday night. If you missed it, it was uh, we had Leah live, we had Brian, we had uh, Kevin LaRusso, myself, and we did a, a two-hour on how to fix the country, and it was quite a spirited debate, so I have Ron coming on. Coming up next, Joe.